Five Things First Thing with JR Mornings Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Certainly not in like a lion. Welcome to March 1st, 2024. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Interesting calendar that Kim Adams pulled up last night on her weather cast showing uh-huh. that for the month of February, 29 days, only five days were at or below the normal temperature. Wow. Every other day was above normal. That's how mild. February was long-range forecast show. We're going to see more of the same in March, and probably a drier March, which I, I, I that I won't mind that. No, um, if it's uh, even though I think the lakes probably need it. They need it, yeah. Uh, and uh, if you're concerned about your boat and lake levels, but uh, it looks like we got a beautiful weekend ahead. We hope you've got some nice things planned. We got some tickets to give away a little bit later to the Michigan Golf Show, which is next weekend, to get you in a nice spring-like frame of mind uh in the meantime the one thing that apparently is getting much much hotter are people's tempers on the roads oh what my goodness. the heck is going on i don't know and people are just you know getting more and more upset they're pulling guns women are, are doing it as well it's not just three yes. road rage incidents in this past week alone one of the men in gunfire and a fatality yes yes um, we're going to have Mike Shaw on a little bit later on to talk about the other amazing story, which is a woman that has been missing for more than seven, well, for about seven, seven years. Seven years, yeah. Discovered alive at an Inkster motel after a tip call to Michigan State Police. She was able to call her stepmother and tell her stepmother that she was being held. And the stepmother called police. They were able to do some work. They got to the apartment, to the, um, I'm sorry, to the hotel and they heard the screaming in the hotel. And, and yeah, like forced, crying and yeah, wailing. Yeah, crying. And so they forced them, their way inside uh, of the hotel, and uh, they they got her. And they got some drugs and guns and some other things, too. So they have a suspect that they that they have identified. identified. They don't have him. They don't him have him yet. yet. But, uh, 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 and it was interesting what Mike Shaw said was he said, you know, this isn't your law and order SVU-type human trafficking thing. He's no. dramatized on TV. This is the average... Human yeah. trafficking thing, and he goes, where, I mean, you were just held against your will for months, mm-hmm. if not years. And so we're going to learn about that, uh, more about it, coming 735. up at 735. Meantime, the split-screen trip to the border uh, produced pretty much what we thought it would uh-huh. yesterday. Two vastly different pictures of uh, what the uh, two of reputed nominees uh will we had uh, had joe biden president biden down at the border in brownsville where he's touting his success and this is what happens when you have good cooperation well he's right in brownsville it's worked and for the month of january my illegal migration fell by half the party doesn't tell you is it's still well above normal and double what it was under donald trump he did however and their tone could not have been more different he was solution-oriented. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, or I'll join you, in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. You know and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border security bill this country has ever seen. Good enough to get the endorsement from both Border Patrol unions. And we should point out, though, that Mr. Trump will say it was still bad. (laughs) Um, And that's why it didn't get passed. Privately, though, he was telling his allies on on Capitol Hill, don't support this. You'd be taking away the best issue I've got for for re-election. 
Um, and he also says, and he's right about this, you shouldn't need Congress. I didn't. We ended catch and release. We built 571 miles of border wall, much more than I promised I'd build. And he built somewhere in the neighborhood of, he says, 571 miles. There's a dispute about whether it was that much. In terms of new wall, it was probably closer to 40, 50 miles. But mm-hmm. um, bottom line is two different ways of approaching this. He did say that this was a uh, leading to a huge migrant crime problem. Last year, almost half of all ICE arrests were criminal aliens charged for more than 33,000 assaults, 3,000 robberies, 6,900 burglaries, 7,500 weapons crimes. This is all migrant crime. And, I mean, we've got the Lake and Riley case down in Georgia, which has been a justifiable flashpoint Mm -hmm. to this issue. I think she's being laid to rest today. Um, But... The, on the other side of it, we've got the Cato Institute, libertarian group, saying, look, we've looked at the crime rates in sanctuary cities. There are no spikes there, and the spikes are among our citizens, not illegals. Um, and so we've got, again, these these dueling things. What tr- uh, Biden has done, though, he's put Trump in a bit of a box by saying, if you're not going to join me in looking for solutions, then I can say on the p- campaign stump, you're really not interested in the solution. You're just looking at exploiting a very volatile issue. Yeah. And uh, and that was really what was behind this uh, olive branch of sorts uh, that uh, he extended yesterday. We'll see where it goes. Uh, meantime, uh, Vladimir Putin yesterday, we know that uh, French President Macron said, look, we may be at a point where we should consider sending in NATO troops into Ukraine. Yeah. Putin came back and said, look, uh, you do that. We have nuclear weapons, and they have the ability to target your within your borders. Sounds like a threat. Threatening nuclear war. Now, we should point out that no other NATO countries endorsed what Macron was talking about. No, Nobody's no. talking about sending troops. And Navalny is being laid to rest today, too. And, you know, there's some fear of what may happen at his funeral that, you know, people who come to pay their respects may get arrested or you know, taken away. So uh, we've got to keep a close eye on that as well. Well, and the persecution of those that have come out in protest mm-hmm. or even to mourn yes. oh, Navalny's yeah. death mm-hmm. have, has been swift and brutal in many cases. There was, what, was it hearse drivers were kind of went on strike and refused to transport were, yes. Navalny's body? Yeah. Um, yeah, also unclear. I, I don't think... Was there an autopsy? Do you know if there was an I, autopsy from the haven't, family? haven't heard anything about an autopsy yet. Uh, and also, um, can his widow attend after what she has gone around saying? Can, That's another can thing. she safely attend his funeral? Um, all things that we'll be watching for. Uh, as we were getting off the air yesterday, uh, the Fed's inflation report, they call it the Fed's inflation report because this is the, the index that... They like to look at the personal consumption expenditures rate. It rose 0.3% last month, so things are heating up again. But this was expected. And one thing that kind of got my eye, consumer spending overall fell. So we're kind of pulling back Mm -hmm. as a nation. And I've been starting to see little indicators that people are getting nervous about things. The delinquency rate on auto loans has reached a new high. The rate of approval for auto loans has fallen quite dramatically, and the sharpest pullback on consumer spending involved autos and trucks. So um, just, you know, maybe not a big flashing red light, but some caution lights. (laughs) Yeah.
out there that we need to be watching. By the way, it wasn't enough to uh, pull back the market. The Nasdaq ended up in record territory yesterday, begins there today. Uh, the the whole AI thing, apparently, the NVIDIA chip, mm-hmm. boom, things like that, really driving the market up. And we won't have a government shutdown. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. March 8th and March 22nd, they just kicked it down the road. They March just, 8th yeah. and March 22nd are the new dates that will just reset the shutdown clock. Uh-huh. And uh, by the way, we were talking a little bit about the road rage thing. Uh, Detroit, according to a ranking published in Forbes magazine, Forbes advisor determined that Detroit is home to the worst third worst drivers in the nation uh this behind is behind who uh, i should know yeah. that it doesn't say five. here <laughs> did you we're just the third but let's they, oh no okay. albuquerque and memphis albuquerque oh. and memphis yeah wow. I would, that would kind of surprise Price me, me. <laughs> yeah. i would have gone with la of course or th- chicago they're, or they're not traveling fast enough in la to do anything dangerous oh, that's true <laughs> and i would have thought georgia too atlanta traffic can be oh pretty oh yeah the, the belt too. there is yeah. terrible but we it was the number of fatal car accidents per 100,000 residents that was the majority of the score fatal accidents involving a drunk driver and uh, they don't even this doesn't include the road rage incidents oh, man. we've had in the yeah, past throw that in uh but uh, we'll some days it does seem like that. I know. Just got to say. When we come back, uh, there are some really encouraging tri- uh, crime trends, so encouraging that Detroit's police chief was invited to the White House. We'll speak with Chief James White next on JR Morning at 619.